Our scripture lesson this morning comes from Romans chapter 13, verses 11 through 14. Join now with me as we hear the word of the Lord. Besides this, you know what time it is, how it is now the moment for you to wake from sleep. For salvation is nearer to us now than when we became believers. The night is far gone, the day is near. Let us then lay aside the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us live honorably as in the day, not in reveling and drunkenness, not in debauchery and licentiousness, not in quarreling and jealousy. Instead, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. This is the word of God for us, the people of God, and together we say, thanks be to God. What's your morning routine? Whenever you wake up in the morning, what's the exact step-by-step motion that takes you through the day? I can tell you a little bit about how mine goes. Whenever I wake up in the morning, turn off the alarm, and then I lay there for about five minutes on average because I just don't want to get up. But then after about five minutes, I reconcile within myself that it's going to be more productive for me to get up than to keep laying there. And I get up, take a shower, um, comb my hair, brush my teeth, get dressed. Then I have myself a cup of coffee, uh, throw a frisbee with my dog and uh, with Kristen, and then we both head out into our day. And it's pretty similar every day, although each day holds its own uh, individual differences. But that's pretty much uh, the only thing that I can count on during the day. Because waking up, after we wake up from sleep, if there's one thing we are guaranteed after we wake up is that we will be facing a new day. That's the crazy part. No matter how similar the day might seem to yesterday or the day before that, they are not the same days. It is entirely new a whole new realm of possibilities for 24 hours for things to go, to go completely different than they went the day before, a whole new realm of possibilities for us to explore and expand our life and what it means for us to exist in this world. When we wake up, we are guaranteed a new day. Whatever that might hold, it might not be great. It might be a terrible day, but it will be something new. That's kind of the pattern that God set before humanity, is that if there's anything that is guaranteed, it is change. Things will only ever change. You know, we, we might say that the only things that are guaranteed in life are death and taxes, and while, you know, it's funny and fair, even the amount of taxes we pay change, and when we pay taxes, and all of that sort of stuff. Change is just a guaranteed part of life. And I feel like we've been here before talking about this, but it's becoming just as important now as we prepare for a new normal. It won't be long now before we're all coming back into this sanctuary, having to follow new protocol and procedures in order to keep things safe. It won't be long now before we're in our own new normal. That's the beauty of a new day, is that it's different. We can make of it what we choose. And that's the unique part about every new day, is that every new day we do have a choice. Every new day we are able to make 
the most out of that day, or to make the least out of that day, or to just be completely apathetic about that day altogether. Even if the most horrible and tragic things happen to us in that new day, we have the opportunity to make the most of it. And even if it's the most spectacular day in the entire world, we have the, mo we have the opportunity to make the most of it. And so now that we're faced with a new normal, my hope is that as we wake up to this new day, that we will be able to make the most of it. New normals are not so uncommon. It's only been about a, year, a little over a year, year and a couple of three months now-ish, uh, since Kristen and I moved to Mobile. And we started a new normal, a very new normal. I mean, it was, everything was completely different. Before coming to Mobile, we were living in Atlanta. Kristen was finishing out seminary, and her days looked very different than they do now. And during that time, I had already graduated seminary, so I was working in Atlanta as a local handyman, just doing you know, fix-it projects all around uh, the, the city. And then we moved to Mobile, and our days looked completely different because she started up at Ashland Place and I started up here at Spring Hill Ave and, you know, it's just completely different than what we were used to before. And so we got into a routine of a new normal. Everything had to change. But you know what? It was incredible. It was beautiful. It was so much fun. It was so exciting. Because even though it was different and even, even though it wasn't what we were used to, we had the opportunity to make the most of it. And then, about nine months, ish, into us getting here, we faced another new normal. March, in the middle of March, COVID-19 strikes the U.S. and we are left with what is going on? All of a sudden everything's shut down and our, the normal we had just been getting used to is completely thrown out of whack and here we are trying to figure out an entirely new normal. And it could have been one of those normals where we just say, you know what, this is terrible, we're just going to leave it at that and wait until everything comes back to normal. But that would have been pretty unfair because everybody else in the world is having to adjust to their own new normal and so we wanted to explore what a new normal might look like for the church. And then about nine months after COVID-19 strikes, we are preparing for another new normal. And here's the unfortunate part in some respects. We're not returning to our old normal. Things aren't going back to the way they were. Instead, we are going to be finding out a new way to do church together. And it's going to be different, and it's going to be new, and it's going to be very frustrating, but we still have the opportunity to make the most of it because we are given another new day. New normals aren't that uncommon. We just have to remember that with each new normal, we have the opportunity to make the most of it. And so we turn now to our passage in Romans 13. It's a very interesting passage we have here, starting in verse 11. Besides this, you know what time it is, how it is now the moment for you to wake from sleep. Interesting passage. To give a little context to this, uh, Paul is talking about uh, it is how it is now time for those believers who have just come into the faith, for them to wake up into a brand new life. Remember, God is the God of transformation. And so these uh, people new to the faith are now being called to wake up from sleep. 
talk a little bit more about sleep in a moment, but this is the waking, the waking up part of new life and a new normal. And Paul says, carries on, the night is far gone, the day is near. Let us then lay aside the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us live honorably as in the day, not reveling in drunkenness and debauchery and licentiousness, not quarreling, not in quarreling and jealousy. Instead, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provisions for the flesh to gratify its desires. Paul, when talking to this uh, new group of believers, these people new to the faith, is calling them to live into a new normal. Because this is what, this is what following Christ is all about. It's about putting behind the old things, the things that have passed, and taking on something new. It's about living into something more monumental than ourselves. It's about adopting a new normal. Because our God is a God of transformation. It might not always be comfortable. In fact, most, more often than not, new normals are not comfortable. But it might just be the best thing for us. See, in, uh, in this transformation that God brings about, there is this understanding that new life comes when old life passes away. Consider everything else in all of existence. Our entire earth turns on a seasonal system. But for a time, it's summer, and we are now approaching fall. Doesn't it feel good? And then it will be winter, and then we'll have spring, and then summer again, and things change, and we adjust to a new normal. We have to pull out our winter clothes uh, whenever it comes time, and then put them away and pull out our summer clothes when it comes time, and we adjust to a new normal. And the cycle continues. We are called into a life of transformation, not, not only as believers, but as human beings. But as Christians, as those who follow Christ, we are called into an even more unique transformation. You see, for Paul, approaching this group of people who are embracing a new normal says, this is what your new normal is going to look like. First, lay aside the works of darkness. Uh, don't we know the works of darkness? They're pretty easy to identify, I think. Some more than others. Paul says, lay aside the, work, the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Because we're entering into a new normal. We're going from the night to the day, from sleeping to waking. And Paul is calling on us to live into a new normal. And then Paul goes on to say, let us live honorably as in the day, not reveling, not in reveling and drunkenness, not in debauchery and licentiousness, not in quarreling and jealousy. You see, he's saying there is an old, there is something that we are moving past, and we have to recognize that. We have to recognize that as a part of our lives. For Paul, he calls out the people in Rome and says, you know, at one point, your life looked like reveling and drunkenness. At one point, your life did look like debauchery and licentiousness. At one point, your life did look like quarreling and jealousy. At one point, your life did look like this. Now he's saying, it's time for a change. It's time for us to step into the light out of the darkness. It's time for us to awaken from our sleep. And then he concludes this, uh, this section here by saying, 
no longer make provisions for the flesh to gratify its desires. You see, that right there is kind of the culmination of this transformation. Making provisions for the flesh to gratify its desires, that is the epitome of comfort, right? We know what's comfortable to us. We know what we like and what we don't like. We can identify this pretty easily. We know what we like, and we like things for, we like for things to be our way. But this is a provision for the flesh that Paul would, Paul would identify this as a provision for the flesh, as something that we are gratifying the desires of the flesh and saying, you know what? I like things this way, and I want things to be my way. Paul says it's not about your way. It's not about my way. It's about God's way. It's about God's transformation, and God is calling us beyond our way and our desires and, and what we might like and what, make us what makes us comfortable. Paul is calling us, God is calling us into a new normal, to live into a new normal. But there is a recognition of a point of transition. Paul starts by saying, it is now the moment for you to wake from sleep. Waking up is a moment of transition, right? We go from you know, being in, a, in an unconscious state to being conscious. We go from lying down to standing up. Waking up is a point of transition, and it can be difficult. Waking up can be very difficult. Like I said before, every single morning I take about five minutes to just prepare myself for my feet hitting the floor because I know it's not what I want. I know that I want at least... Five, between five minutes and an hour more of sleep every single day. It's a transition period. Waking up can be difficult. I don't know, some people like waking up. I don't know many people who do, but I guess some people do. But we have to recognize that we go through that transition period every single day. And so that's why we're drawing attention to this now. We are in a transition period. We are preparing to come back to in-person worship. And it's going to look different, and it's going to be uncomfortable. So we're starting right now, taking these five minutes or so to just prepare ourselves for our feet hitting the floor and a new day beginning. Waking up can be difficult. Waking up, however, also implies that we have just come from a moment of preparation. You see, sleep, Anytime we fall asleep is a very unique experience of, of uh, living creatures in which our body spends time decompressing and debriefing from the day before and then begins preparing our body for the day to come. Sleep is a moment of preparation. That's why it's so important to get an adequate amount of sleep every single night. Please make sure you do so. I highly encourage that. Get an adequate amount of sleep every night because that is, your, that is uh, your body preparing itself for the day to come. Sleep uh, implies preparation and rest. And that transition period, that's the difficult part. But once we get into the day, we realize we can make it because we prepared and we rested. So we've been in a period of, of, of rest, right? We haven't been in person. And maybe it hasn't felt quite like rest. Maybe for some of you, these past nine months have been absolute misery because you've, it's just been so chaotic. But right now, we have a moment to prepare. We have a moment to recognize how we have prepared. And right now, we are 
preparing for our transition, to wake from sleep and to return or to turn to a new normal. And so my challenge for us as we prepare for a new normal is to be mindful of transitions and the power that they can bring. Be mindful that outside right now, our world is transitioning into fall. Our world is transitioning into an entirely new season in, in this very moment, and we can appreciate that. Right now, we have all kinds of transitions going on all around us. Maybe for some, it's the transition from virtual back to in-person. Maybe for others, it's a, a transition of where you're able to go. Maybe for others, it's a transition of what your life looks like. We all have transitions going on all around us. And the one thing that I want us to recognize is that God has never called us to stay in one place, to stay in one day, to stay in one mentality. Whenever we were younger, we thought differently than we do now. And when we're older, we might think differently than we do now as well. Because to be human is to go through transitions. At one point, a tree wasn't able to provide much shade at all, and now it's able to provide a lot more shade. It's because God calls life into transition. Even as we speak, your body is transitioning through a million, hundreds of millions of different cells, replenishing them with new ones, because to be alive is to go through transitions. And so right now, I call us to recognize that we are awakening to God working something new. We have a new day before us. And like I said before, the beauty of a, day, of a new day is that we get to choose how much we make of it. So we have transitions coming up. Perhaps we're already in transitions. My call, my challenge is that we awaken to this new normal as Paul has called the people of Rome to awaken to a new life. Besides this, you know what time it is and how it is the moment for you to wake from sleep. For salvation is nearer to us now than when we became believers. The night is far gone, the day is near. Let us then lay aside the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us live honorably as in the day, not, reveling in, not in reveling and drunkenness, not in debauchery or licentiousness, not in quarreling and jealousy. Instead, let us put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. And let us pray.